Hello everyone, welcome to Slightly Something Else. I'm Nancy Croshaw, this is Buddy Sleever. You're all used to hearing that, I'm sure. Hello. And we have a slightly strange existential question to drive today's conversation. What is Sonic? What, yes. What is Sonic Marty? I, uh, well, off the top of my head, he's a hedgehog. He is a hedgehog, which... Is he, like, he's gotta be one of those mascots that, like, hedgehogs would be a thing we just never... I never talk about hedgehogs in life other than talking about Sonic. That's just, like, not an animal I've ever had to deal with in, in life. Well, I'm I'm English, and hedgehogs are a thing that I have dealt with in life because hedgehogs are indigenous to England. I didn't know that. I don't know if they're indigenous to anywhere else. The chat will know. And honestly, it creates a sort of extra underlying joke to the whole concept of Sonic the Hedgehog because the hedgehog is not an animal we associate with being badass, radical, or any of such uh, terms. No. I mean, if you were to ask the average British person who had my sort of upbringing what sort of, you know, mood or tone they would associate with the hedgehog, the actual animal, we'd think of the wind in the willows. We'd think yeah. of uh, Mrs. Tiggy Winkle, a little... A uh, harassed little animal in a headscarf with a little basket of goodies going, Oh my goodness gracious me, I must get back to my seven children. They're, they're a quaint animal. They're very quaint. I like that. They are very quaint. Yeah. Which seems like a strange pairing for a Japanese company to be like, We need a mascot to be able to... Well, I guess is it any stranger than an Italian plumber? I, um, I guess not. Do they? Yeah. Do they have hedgehogs in Japan? I thought you were going to say, do they have plumbing in Italy? And I was like, I well, bet they do. I they got to have toilets. Yeah, the Romans invented plumbing, for fuck's sake. They, so they, maybe they, an Italian plumbing makes even more sense. They made all the pipes out of lead. That's why the ancient Romans went mad. Is that true? Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, yeah, the uh, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, I, I'm not sure if hedgehogs have some sort of uh well apparently Popuck says no no hedgehogs in japan so i don't know what maybe someone just went on a trip and was like this is a cute animal or maybe they came up with the design of the character and then were like what animal does this look like okay it's, we'll call it, it a does, hedgehog. Marty, it does not look remotely like a hedgehog no it doesn't i'm not sure what it, it looks he looks kind of like a man in the original like a man with a pot belly and blue hair he looks like a little tiny cartoon mascot thing that you'd use to sell some kind of electronic service. It looks like Bonsai Buddy. <laughs> it does look like Bonsai Buddy. Um, but yeah, somehow back in, you know, in, in 1991 or 1990, when, when Sega was trying to figure out what to sort of hitch its Apple wagon to, they did, they decided on, on this guy. And they decided that his defining feature was that he he just loved, he loved to go fast. He just really enjoyed going fast. Oh, hang on a sec. Pal Puck in the chat says that he was chosen because hedgehogs roll into a ball and that makes sense because uh, rolling into a ball is one of the core gameplay mechanics of the original yeah. sonic that's uh, do that's... they just like curl into a ball do they do anything when they're in a ball do like hedgehogs like they, they curl up a defense to... mechanism yeah they curl up to protect themselves i mean hence the spines okay. i mean it's the, uh, it's, it's, it's they basically are armadillos but with spines instead of armor plating Okay. I kind of like that this show is just going to become Animal Hour, because I really like animals, but I don't know a lot about them, so I like learning about animals. Well, I know, you know, 
what most people know from cultural osmosis. Hedgehogs curl into balls and have spines. What most people have learned from Sonic the Hedgehog. Which, again, is absolutely nothing like a hedgehog. No, it's not. Yeah, I guess that's a bad place to, like, start. And, like, Sonic really likes chili dogs, and I bet, like, I don't think you should feed a hedgehog chili dogs. That wouldn't be good for business. Also, why would a fox be in a position of inferiority to a hedgehog? Um, foxes, yeah. are, foxes are large, you know, mid-range predators. Hedgehogs yeah. are little tiny things that eat worms. So are you saying, like, Tails should eat Sonic? Like, well, when uh, Tails grows up, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I understand Sonic's logic. Let's raise this baby fox and then it won't eat us. Uh, that's pretty, I'm gonna be honest, that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty spot on. That's pretty spot on from Sonic. He really fought ahead there. Although Tails mysteriously has not aged at any point um, over the many, yeah. many years. Yeah. Um, and everyone, like their, their voices have changed a lot through the years, whereas Tails has remained pretty consistent. Like when I, when I, we were, uh, and just getting this out of the way, we're not going to be talking too much about Sonic Frontiers because mm. that is going to be Yahtzee's uh, zero punctuation later this week. So we're talking about the, the Sonic as a whole, Sonic in the abstract. Also, thank you to everyone who's already got their super chats in. As you know, we are uh, funded by your amazing patronage and super chats and memberships. So get those in and we'll read them out in the back half. Oh, you're on the ball today. Ah, I did it. I rolled into a ball like my hedgehog friend. Um, did you play some, well, like, was the Sega Genesis, the Sega Master System, the, anything, the Mega Drive, like, were those things in your life growing up? Was Sega a thing when you were um, younger? Oh, yeah. They were big in the UK, a lot bigger than the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System because Nintendo notoriously botched uh, the launch of that console in Europe. Right. So Europe for the longest time was very much Sega territory. Okay. It, it did. was... Sega turf, if you will. Sega turf. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that, which kind of makes sense because their whole uh, uh, sort of marketing gimmick then was the Sega attitude. Yeah. Sega do what Nintendo don't. It was like you, you little babies over here are playing with Mario, and meanwhile, Sonic's kissing girls and giving you wedgies. I never had a Sega Mega Drive, as they were called in the UK, uh, the Sega Genesis elsewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, I did have a, I did have a Sega Master System. I had a Master System Two with the. Alex Kidd Miracle World built into it. Okay. And uh, I played the Sonic the Hedgehogs that came out for that, which were sort of uh, downported from the Mega Drive version. Yeah, it was interesting because that wasn't a thing. Like, if you grew up with, like, the NES or, or Super Nintendo here in the States, that just wasn't a thing. It's very weird that there were these different versions of the games that it was almost like running a game on an inferior PC, I guess. Mm. But uh, yeah, uh, Master System I lost uh, during a burglary in my childhood. And from there on, uh, I think I was mainly a Commodore 64 stroke Amiga household before okay. we got into PCs. Interesting. So, yes, so, so you yes, didn't. I, you... So I did play it on Master System. And then when I was into PC gaming, I emulated all the classic <laughs> uh, Genesis ones. Took me a long took For many, many years, uh, I couldn't get past. I couldn't finish uh, Sonic 3 because I couldn't figure out how to get past the fucking Tumblr thing in the Carnival Night Zone. Oh, is that where you kind of like have to run through the tube? No, it's it's a thing. You have to press up and down to make the thing go up and down. Oh, and it's like the only thing in the game like that, and so they never yeah. really told you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So for the longest time, I just thought my ver the, the ROM I downloaded was bugged and didn't worry too much about it. <laughs> Just assume that this was like Sega copyright uh, coming yeah. after you. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, it's a weird it's a weird series because it felt like for a little bit in the early '90s that Sonic like it was an actual competition between Sonic and Mario. Because, oh yeah, that um, was the the classic uh, the original console war. I didn't think console yeah. war was a thing before that. Yeah, absolutely, and and it was it was the two companies kind of you know planting their flags in the sand with their with their mascots, and by the time the first Sonic the Hedgehog came out in 1991, I think they were kind of late to the party because Nintendo already had 3D Super Mario games, and then they were yeah. already getting ready to launch the Super Nintendo with Mario World. Yeah, Sonic was kind of an after the facts mascot. Mario was Nintendo's right from the start, but Sonic uh, came along quite a quite a few years into Sega's console life. Alex Kidd yeah. was the closest thing they had to a mascot before Sonic. Yeah, yeah, and I think, uh, but I, I, I think Sonic just ended up blowing up, and like, you know, Sonic is like one of the, I mean, granted it's had 30-some years of games, but it is like one of the, I think the 12th or 13th best-selling game franchise. Well, it certainly ever. has a fan base. It does, yeah. <laughs> uh, <it's laughs> why, like, why did you say it like that? Because the Sonic fan base are notoriously weird. Um, they much like their hedgehog friend, yeah, notoriously weird. Yeah, and I was, I mean, just the mention of Tails eating Sonic earlier brought a lot of references to uh, Vore pornography fan art. Yeah, in the chat I noticed a lot, of, <laughs> lot more Sonic pornography than Mario. I'm sure the Mario pornography is out there, but um, I, I feel like something something gravitates. Um, well, Sonic uh, was always depicted with a sort of teenage mindset. He was like he had attitude. He mm -hmm. was he had a problem with authority. He had angry eyes, and a lot of people, I guess, a lot of people who were going through their developmental periods, identified with him. That's interesting. And, yeah, uh, Mario's never really had like an like an edgy sort of attitude to him. No, Mario's especially just, in those early few decades. I know Mario's just Mickey Mouse. Uh, that's although, yeah. although. One thing that I picked up on looking at the thumbnail for today's video was that mm -hmm. uh, Sonic has Mickey Mouse hands in that constantly wearing white gloves, but uh, he's always got four fingers on his hand, whereas Mickey Mouse only has three fingers on his hand. Uh, that's strange. Why do you think... Well, oh, after, I, after I noticed that, I did a bit of uh, hunting around, and apparently in Japan... Uh, it's considered a faux pas to depict a character with a missing finger because that implies they're a member of the Yakuza. Incredible. Also, uh, <laughs> Sega owns the Yakuza franchise, so we should just make a Sonic Yakuza game. Put there that you out go. there. He could lop <laughs> a, yeah, he could lop a finger off <laughs> and uh, be ready to go. That is incredible. I was going to make a joke saying Sonic needs to keep one finger on the trigger, but uh, apparently that it's, it's closer to reality than I actually thought. Well, that's Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh, that is Shadow the Hedgehog, the too. That is part of uh, part of Sonic's weird long legacy. Um, I guess yeah, that, Sonic has... I guess that okay. gets us to the other point in that the question, what the heck is Sonic, could also be asking, mm -hmm. what the heck is Sonic in terms of the game? Uh, yeah, and it and it certainly has been all over the place over the years. One might almost say it has been struggling to find its identity in the yeah. 3D era of games. Yeah, it's a weird franchise because um, during the Genesis era, the games felt iterative, like Sonic mm. One to Sonic Two to Three to even listen. I brought props. I have my copy of Sonic and Knuckles. Holy which, shit! Which, which you then put a game inside of which um, was just the weirdest thing. Like, I don't, I don't know why that exists. Um, but the, the games felt iterative. Uh, 
then the problem was like that, that that was the arrow i was talking about when it felt like there was an actual competition between sonic and mario and it was because they were putting yeah, out yeah. more sonic games than nintendo was putting out mario games but that was because nintendo was working on mario 64 and in 1996 when we got mario 64 they released sonic blast which was that isometric like i guess oh, ostensibly yeah. a 3d game but it was so far behind what mm. nintendo was doing with mario 64 that at that moment it just felt like oh you are this isn't going to go well for you guys uh, well, at all. They... It felt like from then it's been like not iteration, but just constant experiment experimentation and seeing what sticks and stuff just doesn't seem to stick. They were working on a Mario 64 beta for the Sega Saturn. Mm. Uh, I think it was going to be called Sonic Extreme, but uh, yes. it uh, something got fucked up. It ended up in development hell and yeah. Sonic sort of disappeared for a while. Uh, came back in on the Dreamcast in the form of Sonic Adventure, which yeah, some people seemed to like. So I went back and uh, uh, played it in Sonic Adventure 2 uh, quite recently for the first time, and uh, there's a lot about it that I appreciated. It's very strange. It, it feels like a, um, a, a kitchen sink approach to design, which is mm. how I would say a lot of Sonic Frontiers kind of feels. Um and it's it's the two games i think that have the uh the, the like sorry the most uh fervent fan base like the ones that and maybe it's because a lot of the, the fans were of a certain age where everyone loves the games that came out when they were you know eight to 14 years old and so maybe you have this entire generation who drew up who grew up on those games whether it was yeah, yeah, that's i mean probably age. not on the dreamcast but um you know during the the, the gamecube ports or the pc ports or anything um, and I feel like that's where a lot of the fandom comes out. Also, the Chow Garden minigame, I didn't realize, has um, one, like one of the most passionate fan bases, which was like a weird sort of Pokemon breeding minigame in Sonic Adventure 2 that wasn't necessary for the plot or anything. You didn't have to do anything, but um, it, it, it ended up, you know, people spent dozens and hundreds of hours of breeding their weird little angels and devils. Well, Sonic Adventure indirectly led to sonic 2006 and that i think was the nadir that would define the series forevermore yeah mm -hmm. basically every game after that point uh the, the first question anyone asked was is it at least better than sonic 2006 <laughs> yeah i mean it would be um, hard it would be difficult to go into all the things that went wrong with that it's not just that it's uh hideously annoying to play mm -hmm. the the gameplay is awful the it's also visually very off-putting the way mm -hmm. uh, Sonic hangs out alongside normally proportioned humans and even has a romance with one of them. Which, yeah, there's, uh, a, is there's a, whole, a big human woman who kisses him. That's, which is that's a whole strange. a whole can of worms in itself. Yeah. Uh, it's not only that, it's just incredibly, it was incredibly buggy. It was technically completely uh, ineptly made as well. The loading times were notoriously bad. Yeah. And I think this this was one of the first games that highlighted apparently Sega and uh, the the Sonic teams. Uh, you have to make this deadline uh, for for the holiday season, and it does not matter if the game is ready or not because it's going to be out. Um, and it's funny because I think we're seeing a similar thing with the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which is yeah um, apparently a, a big old buggy mess. Uh, but yeah, Sonic Heroes was or Sonic uh, 06 was supposed to be like the big. This is Sonic step into the next generation, and this well, is they, we're they bringing it to the it, Xbox. And... They called it Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, they yeah. did the whole. This is like the new, the fresh start thing, where they mm -hmm. just give it the same name as the old game. And I'm gonna say that the fact that it was so apocalyptically bad 
is the thing that Sonic never moved on from. It was the death knell. Ever, <laughs> it's it, been uh, climbing out of that that grave that that game had yeah, dug. It keeps trying to well, it keeps trying to climb out of the grave, and it keeps eventually getting pulled straight back in. If only they hadn't called it Sonic Two Thousand and Six. If only <laughs> they, maybe they'd called it Sonic Adventure Three, as Batterskull suggests. Yeah. If only they'd called it uh, Sonic Colon. I don't know, pick a word from the Word of Day calendar. Autism. Sonic colon autism. My thing is, I feel like they have Sonic Adventure 3 in their back pocket for a use uh, on a rainy day thing, because I think if they just revealed a game and it was Sonic Adventure 3, I feel like it would it would draw a lot of hype and attention, because like we mentioned, Sonic Frontiers, or Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 are... Um, you know some of the some of the the most beloved, I think, by the by the fan base, uh, and uh, yeah, I uh, I I don't know what the rationale was with Sonic 06, if it was a best best intentions thing that completely fell off the grid or or what happened with it, but um, it feels like since every game tries something new and doesn't iterate on it, and it's just like, well, let's go to the new idea. I think what's been proved time and time again is that Sonic Team just aren't very good at making games. Mm-hmm. They don't seem to learn, and they keep fucking up. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I, don't, I mean, yeah. uh, maybe that's an overly simplified way of putting it. I assume Sonic yeah. Team has had a lot of, you know, turnover. In terms sure, of what sure. Specific yeah. individuals are, are on it. Yeah. But, but, but there's still that Sonic Mania game a while back that was brought out by not Sonic Team, that was made by yeah. you know, fans, and it was universally liked. Yeah, I think most people say that's the the best Sonic game in twenty years, if not the best Sonic game ever. Um, which and if you which look is up pretty fascinating. And if you look up Sonic on YouTube, you'll find legions of like video essays and stuff saying, "Here's how Sonic three D Sonic could work. Here's how what they could have done to fix such and such game." But you know, because like, it's not. It is not uh, an impossible task to make Sonic work in three D space. The Sonic team just can't seem to do it. I think one of the problems is uh, Sonic's sort of core mission statement from the beginning. Um, it felt like whereas Mario, even in, in Super Mario Brothers 1, uh, Mario was about exploration. You know, even the, the levels you're always going right, but there were pipes that led you to hidden areas, and there were bricks you could hit that had stalks that go up to the sky, and there were warps. And it feels like it encouraged the player to explore, which only grew with the map in Mario 3 and the multiple exits in Mario World, and then obviously in Mario 64. Sonic, it felt like its whole thing was, you're going you're gonna to go fast and you're going to look fucking cool. Yeah, and that's I, I, what Sonic 1 was, and that's what it went through to the 2D games. But then when they got to the 3D games, they were like, is this still our thing? Is our thing still, you're going to go fast and you're going to look fucking cool? And does yeah. that work in 3D? Well, it's hard to look cool when yeah, the physics is constantly making you fall off a ledge, even though you did absolutely nothing different to what you did the previous time. Yeah, and when a lot of... Uh, I noticed when playing Sonic Adventure 1 and 2, uh, a lot of times I would fail something because I was trying to control Sonic, 
And the key to a lot of things was when the game starts spinning you around and you start going on loops and you start grinding on rails that you just don't touch anything. Just yeah. just look, but don't touch, which is a very strange thing for a video game to have. Yeah, I mean, we could, let's blame Sonic Team, but I think, you know, trying to do the same gameplay in a 3D space is to blame as well because it adds exponential issues. In a uh-huh. 2D space, you just go left or right and up or down. Sorry to sound condescending there. Yeah, but uh, when you add the third dimension to all of that, uh, it, it's like a million times more things you have to worry about in terms of movement. Uh, it's hard to place exactly where you are in relation to other things, especially when you're flying through the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's worth noting that any time 3D Sonic uh, has been perceived as be sort of getting it right, is when it's basically just doing 2D gameplay, where you go down a, a linear corridor. Or along a grind rail. So you're still yeah. moving in two dimensions, but uh, the moment you have to start worrying about the third dimension, that's when you accidentally fall off cliffs a lot. Yeah, and and part of the problem is when they do try to slow things down, and they'll have sections in all the Sonic games, like going back to Sonic Adventure, and even the 2D games, they'll try to slow things down and be like, here's a little puzzle, or here's a different type of gameplay. In the, yeah, the um, first Sonic game, Adventure games, you had the shooting things, and you had the Big the Cat fishing mini-games. The first Sonic game really uh, hadn't quite internalized the gotta go fast thing. So no, lots no. Like, lots of like annoying stuff, like the uh, that whole underground labyrinth level where... You, you have to very slowly get through water-filled caverns, avoiding spikes, and it doesn't feel yeah. like they got to go fast game anymore. I also think that early Sonic games gave a lot of people um, anxiety based on the Sonic drowning. Hear that music yeah. in my sleep? Um, it is. It, it was. It was uh, nerve-wracking, absolutely, to say the least. Um, yeah, and then we got you know Sonic. They they tried to follow, I think, the Mario mold by being like, well, Sonic, or Mario uh, can have a successful racing game with the kart series, so here's Sonic R, which never really caught on. And then Mario Party's cool, here's Sonic Shuffle, which was like a forgotten yeah, Dreamcast yeah. party game. Um, it, was, yeah, it was very clear they were just playing catch-ups, and it just, they, yeah. just, just sort of humiliating for them to be constantly copying Mario like that. Yeah, and then it was, you know, two, I think 2001, we got Sonic Advance, which was the first time we got a Sonic game on a Mario platform with the Game Boy Advance, or on a Nintendo platform with the Game Boy Advance, and so it felt like, you know, oh, look, they're friends, but it was mostly because Sega no longer had their own platforms. Um, and then we had the Sonic and Mario Olympic games, uh, the very strange Bioware-developed uh, Sonic Chronicles, Dark Brotherhood. Do you remember that RPG I, for the... I remember it very clearly. I remember... Yeah. Thinking it was weird the Bioware uh were keen were up for that. I just imagine they probably got a very large check from both Sega and Nintendo and were happy to oblige. I mean you'd think if you um, were making a flowchart of the things people uh find appealing in Sonic, you know <laughs> the whole like like lore heavy RPG storytelling probably wouldn't be up yeah. there. Yeah. I mean the, well, that was the other thing that Sonic team kept fucking up is that they kept trying to bring in all the established lore. Which usually meant the 900 other extremely horribly corrupted animal creatures that ostensibly oh, representing a certain animal, but were clearly just some kind you of horrible You better thing. not be for referring to Big the Cat, because I am a Big the Cat defender. I think he's great. I like the fact that he lives in a pocket dimension and just fishes. I, I, don't, know, I don't know if it was actually bad or if it's just, you know, uh, one of the symptoms of uh, Sonic Team badness. Was that they'd always try to bring in all the 
additional Sonic characters rather than just keep it to the nice, you know, the core relationships. Sonic, Tails, Knuckles the rival. Mm -hmm. Suddenly you've got Big the Cat, you've got uh, Amy, you've got uh, that weird psychic cat lady thing. Yeah, psychic. You got uh, Shadow who has a, a literal gun. Oh. Yeah, I think Shadow is like the embodiment of this whole problem. They just keep bringing in more uh, Sonic characters for people to uh, base their OCs on. Yeah, yeah. Sort I of culminating like... in Sonic Forces in a way, where they had that uh, yeah. build-your-own-character mode, which on paper yeah, yeah, was exactly yeah. the sort of thing the fan base wants. Yeah. I associate missteps for the Sonic franchise with trying to cater to the fan base, because the fan base are a bunch of weirdos. Uh... <laughs> And they just want to see Charmy the Bee and Silver the Hedgehog showing up in a cameo and saying, hey, we're still here. You know so many more Sonic characters than I do. I'm really impressed. Are Charmy the Bee and Silver the Hedgehog real people? Yes. Silver the, Hedgehog was, Silver the Hedgehog was the rival character in Sonic 2006, and Charmy the Bee was one of the mm. characters from the Knuckles Chaotix series. This is incredible. I love A lot this. of these games this... I didn't play. This is all just stuff I've absorbed by cultural osmosis from 15 years in the industry. Yeah, this is, this is incredible. Um, Sonic's also done the interesting thing of... Uh, it feels like... You kind of mentioned before. It feels like it chases trends and tries to be like, is this what you want? Like, here are... A, the, the Wii is hot. Here are some Wii games that only use the, the, the Wiimote to control, like, mm. uh, you know, uh, Sonic and the Secret Rings and Sonic and the Black Knight. Like, do you do you enjoy this? No? Okay, no. so here's Sonic Colors. Hey, what about this? Bin. Do you like this? You didn't enjoy that in the bin. Oh, people kind of like Sonic Colors. Uh, let's yeah. bring back the Wisps of Sonic Colors for Sonic Forces, even though there's yeah. absolutely no fucking reason for them to be there. Yeah. They, uh, people like uh, Half-Life, and that's episodic. What about Sonic 4 being episodic? Are you guys that, like that? This is Sonic Team's problem. They just keep, you know, trying to chase the trend. Yeah. Instead of, like, embracing what makes them uh, special. Like, Sonic Lost World yeah. was just being Mario Galaxy. Yeah. Um, and it's also, they haven't, for a long time, they were on an annualized cycle. Like, they were, like, the, the especially throughout the 90s and 2000s, like, games were coming out every year. But, so, Sonic Lost World was 2013, Sonic Forces and Sonic Mania were 2017, and then Sonic Frontiers was this year. So, mm. you know, we, we, it was a four-year development cycle, five-year development cycle on this was game, it, which... Was it so long since Sonic Frontiers? It always feels like a recent game, that. Probably because it was. Uh, uh, so well, no. Do you mean Frontiers or Forces? Forces. Yeah, Forces 2017. So that was five years huh. ago. Um, yeah, we haven't. And then there hasn't been a big 3D Sonic game since then. I guess there was that Sonic. Was it Sonic Boom? Or is that the cartoon? Uh, no, there was a game for that. It was on the Wii U. Oh, yeah. Sonic that was Boom before, Rise that was, of Lyric. That was before Forces. That was prior. It was on that uh, one and a half year span people were making Wii U games. Yeah, there you remember go. Remember that? Yeah. Only 90s kids won't remember that. Um, oh, but yeah, oh, but then... just, oh, just a second. I noticed Nick's in the chat. Nick, could you okay that extra punctuation draft I sent you? I kind of want to do a take of that this morning. Nick. Anyway, as you were Nick, saying. we need you. Um, Sonic has also... I, I feel like Sega has been much more liberal with the uh, uh, merchandising and, like, trying to make Sonic an iconic brand, whereas Mario kind of... Or Nintendo kind of clamped down on Mario, like, you know, we have the official Sonic, there have been a bunch of comics and cartoons, and you have both the movies, which are, like, among the highest grossing and, and most well-received video game movies, which, again, isn't saying too much, but, um, 
Yeah, also like the weird folk tales with the. I, I think the music's been actually really good in the series. I actually really like the music in, in Sonic Frontiers, even though it's very strange and not like Sonic at all. It's just sad man music. I feel like a lot of the, the problem with Sonic is that it, it struggles with tone. And partly the reason for that is that the main character is a fucking cartoon hedgehog mascot. And they this keep trying true. to do. Like, either trying to make him have these, like, emotional moments, like snogging the human girl, or they try to make him out like some kind of hardcore badass with, like, squealy death metal playing in the background while he's, like, beating up the bad guys. And I do every like now and when again, Sonic goes Super Saiyan. It's very exciting. Every now and again, Saiyan. something, usually, like, the character animation will send my mind reeling back to, wait a second, that's a fucking cartoon mouse in sneakers. Why the fuck? <laughs> why the fuck is sudden? Is this suddenly like an apocalyptic city destruction sequence from like Bayonetta or something? I mean, I feel like Sonic is carrying the exact same torch that Kingdom Hearts is by showing Donald and Goofy and and then Mickey, you know, acting like an, an anime character and killing a hundred dudes with a sword. Do you think video games are generally are sort of past mascots? Because mascots were a huge thing around when Sonic and Mario were having their rivalry. Every, everyone, they were, was, yeah. Everyone tried to have theirs. Yeah, there was a, there was Busby, or Bubsy, yeah. or whatever it was. Bubsy the Bobcat, uh, Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, uh, Zool yeah, on yeah. the Amiga. Yeah, yeah. You had Ratchet. You had Sly. Uh, Xbox tried to have it with Blinks the Time Sweeper, and that that didn't yeah. quite work. Um, it then, feels like yeah. the era we've passed that era, right? Yeah, gaming aged, and then every protagonist was a white dude with short brown hair. Yeah, or then a lot of games where you create your own character, or I guess the closest thing we've had is probably the my, was it Minecraft Steve? Is that his name, Steve? Yeah, the, the man. The I mean, you look at, man. When you look at like the struggle Nintendo's had adding new characters to Smash Brothers, and the struggle Sony had when they were making their Smash Brothers knockoff, where uh, what was it called, PlayStation All Stars, where half the characters yeah. were just white dudes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was it was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, it feels like they'd be able to. It feels like PlayStation's had more interesting characters since then that they can add to it, but mm -hmm. um, I don't think we're going to be going back there at all. Um, yeah, and it seems like the mascots became less about being like cute, cartoony stuff that you could have on the side of a cereal box and more of like Master Chief and Nathan Drake. and Well, mascots are for kiddies, and video games uh, cater to a much older audience than they used to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, um, Sonic still seems to be trying to chase the original fan base, who are all now thirty. And if they're not, if they're still into it, that's probably a problem with them emotionally. They should probably like stop drawing uh, Rouge the Bat fan art, and uh, you know, get a proper or job. draw more of it. I think it's great. I think if you spend your time drawing horned up Sonic characters, that's wonderful. Everyone thinks it's yeah. Rogue the Bat because everyone mistypes Rogue as Rouge, but it is actually Rouge the Bat. Look it up. Sounds like someone's looked it up before. Uh, I also, um, I'm, I'm curious if, Son like, who is Sonic's resonant audience? Is it people who grew up in it? Is it people in their 20s and 30s? Is it, do kids, like, do kids come of age and enjoy Sonic? Because there's always I new Sonic cartoons and stuff. There's a new Sonic cartoon coming to Netflix in, like, two weeks, three weeks. I just saw a trailer for it. Well, I have, a, I have some anecdotal evidence here. Because okay. uh, I told you my kid loves Mario Odyssey. I was playing right. Mario Odyssey for her. I've started playing like uh, the new Super Mario Brothers uh, mm -hmm. 3D world for her. She loves watching Mario. She's really into Mario after all that. Uh, she's uh, She started doing the thing where she says, I'm Mario and my sister is Luigi. 
<laughs> and we got her a Mario bib because she's going through a phase of liking Mario a lot. Okay. Well, a couple of weeks back, uh, she wanted to play something on TV, and the Switch wasn't in the living room because uh, I needed it for playing Bayonetta, I think. Uh, so I thought, hey, I've still got we still got the PlayStation set up in the living room. Maybe uh, the PlayStation Four. Uh, perhaps I could download something kid friendly, and she could enjoy that. And I settled on mm -hmm. downloading Sonic Mania, and okay. uh, I decided to play some Sonic Mania to see uh, how she'd feel about that. And you know what? She bounced right off Sonic Mania. Oh no! It was uh, maybe it was too busy for her to pay attention to, but uh, it wasn't long before she was complaining about being bored, and she wanted to do something else. Oh, so if tonic. if they are retaining like the mascot in the hopes that it will appeal to a new generation of kids, that's probably a lost cause in my experience. Yeah, and I, I saw. Um, we don't have sales numbers for Sonic Frontiers yet, but I saw it's already. Which this might be a Black Friday thing, but it's already half price at all retailers. It's already thirty dollars. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't. Uh, as I said, I didn't want to talk too much about Sonic Frontiers. No, but it does feel like we're at the start of the Sonic cycle. Uh, you know the Sonic Cycle. I I I I'm familiar with it. Explain what the Sonic Cycle is. To the Sonic Cycle is a new Sonic game comes out and everyone goes, "Oh my God, it's good! It's actually good! Sonic games are good again!" Ring out the ring out the uh, whatevers. That's how I feel fire, about Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> fire the party poppers! But then yeah. you know, times like ensues and certain uncomfortable realities start to settle in oh no and people start going oh actually wait now that we've played it for longer uh, actually there's a lot we don't like about this and uh, it's not quite so good and, and uh, maybe uh, it's not that bad uh, it's not certainly not as bad compared to sonic 2006 oh wait a new sonic has been announced this one will be the good one hooray and so and and so on and so forth listen sonic frontiers is a hill i'm gonna die on it is a top 30 game of the year <laughs> so I think like 30 think games come 30. out in a year i think it, i think it's top 30 congrats sonic a top 30 it, game of the year it Marty. would be pretty fucking low in my top 30 <laughs> still makes the top 30 though congrats sonic <sighs> well i feel we should you, uh, i guess as the last thing uh yeah. which i don't think this will step on uh for sonic frontiers too much what do you think it would take for a Sonic game to, to, to come out and be good? Like, what direction do you think the series should well, go in? What, appara uh... Apparently, it took Sonic Mania. So you, do you think 2D is... Like, do you think Sonic 3D in 3D is just a lost cause? <sighs> well, I guess it's uh, misleading to say Sonic Mania was good because it was really just cribbing off the original 2D games. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what would take it to... I thought... I really thought... Uh... I don't want to go into this too much, but I really thought open world design might help mm. because you know it could be frustrating the where it's constantly like sort of pinning you down into a linear running path, and uh, with an open world design, it's not so much you know die and restart, die and restart. You just fall off and go to a new place and continue from there. Tune in Wednesday to see if Yahtzee thinks open world design saved Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I just don't trust it in the hands of a Sonic team. I think, it, I mean, I remember seeing like a, I forget who did it, but there was like a couple of YouTube videos of a dude who sort of prototyped out a 3D Sonic uh -huh. game and it worked perfectly well. I think he was taking some lessons from like Tony Hawk and a couple of uh -huh. other things. 
Yeah, I think uh, there are some recent games, uh, like the Pathless a few years ago did speed in a really interesting way. Um, that was sort of an, a big a Shadow of the Colossus-like um, from it's, the developers. It's just a matter time. of finding a core gameplay loop that works and then not, and then quitting while they're ahead. Mm-hmm. What if Neon Listen, White had been Sonic branded? I, I was about to say, Neon White, it probably did first person gotta go fast uh better than any game i've ever played yeah. so if neon white had been sonic branded everyone would be saying sonic's back sonic is uh, a good thing again uh could you imagine sonic has to go to fucking hell or heaven <laughs> i don't even know which one that game takes place in but it'd be great a little beach well, episode it, with amy well it wouldn't fuck with the tone any more than in most of the previous sonic games i mean he went to hell in uh, sonic 2006 didn't he? he went to like lava caverns or whatever it was yeah, sounds about right. This sounds like that whole game he went to hell. He went to but places then he that got were functi- by a human woman. He's been to places that were functionally hell, and yeah, and then he went to a whole different kind of hell when yeah. uh, they started encouraging furry porn. Yeah, there you go. Right. Oh, thanks, Nick. He just okayed my script. Thanks, with, Nick. With with slightly testy language, it must be said. Nick, how could you? Sorry, I'm I'm sure he's very busy. He probably doesn't. Say, he wears probably doesn't need. Hats. Probably doesn't need me nagging. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Anyway, uh, do you want to get to the super duper chat? Yeah, yeah. I'm just getting my money. Can I? Menu if I turn off my camera and turn it back on for a second because I'm blurry, is that going to screw up your your stuff? Uh, no, it should be all right. Okay, I, I'm turning it off. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news. Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I'm in HD again. There you okay, go. Halfway through, it just started to go. It's it. Yeah, I noticed to... it, uh, it defocused a bit. Yeah, yeah, I should be good now. Okay. La di da di da di da. Scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. But yeah, and just and everyone, get in, get in your thoughts on on Sonic. We want to, we want to hear you. If you're pro Sonic, anti Sonic, if you got some Sonic vor to send to us, uh, I'd rather you didn't. Send it with money, and that's fine. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, we're not obligated to do anything with the Sonic Vor. If you want to send in some Sonic erotica, like like Amy was reading out in a stream a couple weeks ago, feel free to send it in. Why was Amy reading out Sonic erotica in a stream? She was creating her own. Um, it's because one of the thumbnails looked at, like Sonic was given Knuckles, you know. Oh, oh my God. Kind of, those kind of eyes. Suddenly yeah. it all makes sense. Yeah. Amy's a closet animals person she was she was named after amy the hedgehog is amy a hedgehog amy the raccoon i, I don't, don't know no. i don't know what animal amy is what I is amy what animal is amy in the game i assume she's a hedgehog because she's the love interest okay but if you made that assumption in sonic 06 she just might be a human woman amy is a hedgehog okay thank you everybody yeah anyway uh kiro osex the 13th Gave $5 with no message attached, and then an additional $10, and says, Oops, forgot the message. Sonic's real name is Ogilvy Maurice, and Ogilvy's syndrome is acute colonic pseudo-obstruction. Maybe that's why he needs to go so fast. Uh, well, thank you for that, that little... Is that a reference uh, to something? 
Thank you for that little snatch from your stand-up set, Kiro Six Thirteen. I'd work on your tight five a little longer if I were you. <laughs> I liked it. Karuta Cowboy gives thirty-five zars and says, "As two professionals on football stroke soccer, who do you guys think will win the World Cup?" Random guesses are fine. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, I guess that the three tenors will somehow win the World Cup. That would be huge. Are there only three of them out there on the pitch? Yeah, they'll just That's incredible. Uh, they'll just sing really hard at the ball. Uh, I think Luxembourg's got a Luxembourg's got a strong a strong crew. Djibouti. There's a country in Africa called Djibouti. Oh, I oh, I, I fancy I fancy Vatican City actually. I oh my god! Va I fancy the Vatican City team. Did you hear their coaches? Literally God. It's just God. Incredible. They should win. I think huh. they'll win. Well, yeah. maybe God should uh, have uh, put more focus on telling them to stop diddling kids. Uh, probably, but he was too bu he was too busy coaching <laughs> coaching the team. He was trying. You got to balance offense and defense. You don't got time for that. Also, uh, we missed uh, the real DJ. But I remember for two months using the early access comment to say Sonic is a combo of Michael Jackson and Bill Clinton. Yahtzee, your thoughts? Uh, he's two different flavors of sex pest. <laughs> uh, there is the 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 urban legend, which I believe is true, that Michael Jackson contributed some music to, I believe, Sonic the Hedgehog three. Um, I think it's that's uncredited because of that's true. I, I heard that's true. Three. Yeah, yeah. I believe. I, believe I mean, he had a relationship with Sega true. because of Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, the Genesis game. Uh, God, that's true. I forgot that game existed. That was a strange game. It certainly was. Yeah. <laughs> KC Jones gives $10 and says, He's a Mobian from planet Mobius, hence the name. It's up in the air, though, if that name dictates their celestial origin, like Earthling, or their collective species, thus making Hedgehog a race. I'm guessing you're part of the demographic that still does play Sonic games, KC Jones. Is... Because you're clearly taking it way too fucking seriously. Well, first off, wait a minute. That can't be real. Is it is Sonic from a different planet? Yeah, Planet Mobius. That's where all the cartoon shows were set. Oh, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. I also read it as Planet Morbius originally, which was very confusing. I mean, he wasn't on Earth. Um, he went across the whole of the planet in uh, Sonic Unleashed, and it wasn't Earth. Okay. Yeah, I guess in the Sonic movies, he gets transported to Earth, so yeah, that makes there sense. Ah, uh, the classic else. Masters of the Universe gambit. Yeah, exactly. Well, it paid off for Sonic. Didn't really pay off we, for Masters of the Universe. We couldn't afford to create a whole fantasy world. Fuck it. They got transported to present-day Los Angeles. Yeah, who needs that'll, Eternio when you have that'll save That'll save money on the catering budget. <laughs> uh, but in space, though, gives $10 and says, Do either of you know of Sonic Twitter Takeover? It's where Sonic VAs answer fan questions in character. It's given us valuable lore drops about the Sonic universe, such as Shadow is a Swifty. Well, Incredible. that sounds like the most excruciating thing in the world, but in space, though. Also, so, Shadow uh, can't be a Taylor Swift fan. I refuse to believe that. That doesn't seem true. Well, I feel like Shadow's like a Corn fan. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember Corn? They had a or, K in their name. Or Limp Bizkit. Limp Bizkit. I like that you accurately uh, pronounce the Z. I appreciate that. Well, I am a semantic pedant. That's why I insisted oh, on saying Rouge the Bat properly. Uh, Weed Blaster gives five Australian dollars and says free Mick Gordon, which is uh, a reference to the ongoing controversy with uh, mm -hmm. the id software and Doom Eternal music, I think. 
Uh, yes, Mick Gordon was a, a, a composer wrongly treated on uh, Doom Eternal, and then uh, yeah, that's a whole that's a whole that's a whole can of worms. Also, by saying free Mick Gordon, it sounds like one of the two of us is like keeping Mick Gordon locked up in yeah. our homes. Yeah, I mean he's Something not being locked you. up. You should have said free Yuji Naka. He's been uh, which up. is which yeah Yuji Naka credited as one of the creators of Sonic the Hedgehog uh, when uh, was arrested for um, insider trading yeah yeah I looked it to up. the Dragon Quest franchise a week ago yeah I looked it up apparently he and a bunch of other guys uh, knew that some other developer was partnering with Square Enix on Dragon Quest and bought mm -hmm. a whole bunch of shares in the non-Square yeah. Enix company and do you know how he knew that because he worked with Square on Balan Wonderworld yeah. So Balan Wonderworld was not just a bad game for everyone who bought and played it, but was so bad that its creator is probably might go to jail for the rest of his life in Japan. There you because... go. He... Yeah. Balan Wonderworld. It literally sent the creator to prison. <laughs> uh, Scavenger gives 10 US dollars. Hello again, Scavenger. We seem to see a lot of you. And says, the designer, Naoto Oshima, took sketches to New York. Audiences liked the hedgehog over the armadillo, the dog, or the moustached guy who became Eggman. And they wanted something easy for kids to draw. I would love if he would just go up to people on the streets in, like, late 80s, early 90s New York with just, like, pictures of a bunch of different animals and, like, see what they thought. That's a really nice story, if that's true, Scavenger. I'm assuming it's true. I don't think you're lying to us. Are there any dogs in the Sonic canon? Like dogs as pets or like anthropomorphic dogs? Well, like anthropomorphic dogs. Because, you know, there's a, there's a few cats and there's a fox and there's an yeah. echidna and yeah. there's a bat and uh, a couple of things. I know you could be a dog in Sonic front, uh, Sonic Forces. But I didn't think there's that any was the established... one where you, could, where you could make a character, right? Yeah, but I don't think there's any established dog uh, OCs in the Why Sonic Why do we think canon. that is? I don't know. Do I guess because I guess because dogs are kind of have a have an image as a sort of dopey animal that doesn't really fit into the cool radical thing. That is true. Um, Scavenger said apparently he did it in Central Park. I love that. I w I want a whole documentary about so about just, him just around. so there was just this Japanese dude running around <laughs> Central Park with some cartoon animals <laughs> saying, "Which one do you like?" Uh, perfect. <clears throat> Uh, Wesley Thomas gives five Canadian dollars. Says a better question is how a series with so many stinkers lasted this long. There's so many bad Sonic games. It's the ones that don't suck that are news. Well, it's the fan base that keeps sustaining it, I think, because, like I said, they're very weird about it. Yeah, it's also, I believe, I mean, one of the maybe one of the problems is it's the Sonic team is relatively small compared mm. to um, other AAA studios, and uh, so maybe the games aren't that expensive to make compared to like the games that need to sell millions and millions of copies and, and review well um who knows yeah I, I don't i don't know um i again i would have hoped that taking taking a long break would have helped well, well i do think it helped with something well we know sonic team can't have a terribly big qa department uh this is also true this this is absolutely true uh dylan cunts gives 9.99 us and says what would be your favorite 3d sonic game marty and yahtzee i never found them enjoyable myself but i can agree the 2d games were good my favorite 3d sonic game hmm well colors wasn't too bad i mean i remember like sort of liking colors i remember tweeting about it saying that 
I almost like the dialogue in Colors. I and I say Col I almost Colors like and Generations are both like uh, yeah. pretty pretty highly regarded. I think I, I didn't like Generations much, but I remember saying that if they'd ended every dialogue scene in Sonic Colors like thirty seconds earlier, I'd have said the game was really well written. But every time yeah, but someone has a, went on too long. Because every time someone says a joke, they have to have another character going, ha 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 ha, what a funny joke. Mm, yes, that was a funny joke. They just sort of overwork the gag every single yeah. time. Yeah. Um, that's that's pretty frustrating because you're like, guess, you had it. You you nailed it. You just, oh, just please yes. leave on top. Like I said, never know when to quit while they're ahead, Sonic Team. This will come up in uh, Wednesday's review. Uh <clears throat> And as a counterpoint to that, I really enjoyed Sonic Frontiers, and it literally might be my favorite 3D Sonic game. Although I did appreciate Sonic Adventure 1. I also haven't played a big bulk of the middle ones. I kind of want to go... I've never played Sonic 06, and I feel like I should go back and experience that. You'll hate it. Everyone does. It's not great. It's also, like, very hard It's like very hard to play. It's not easily available on things. I think they've tried yeah. to, like, sort of bury it. Yeah, that was a 360 game. Yeah, which I don't know how, how easy those are to emulate, but I don't know. Uh, Jumbly Wobbly gave us $5 and says, Dig in the sweater, Yahtzee. Colors, eh? Whatever will they think of next? I'll be honest with you. It's just because it's getting cold and this is literally my only sweater. Oh. I'm still wearing collared black button-down shirts under it, rest assured. Okay. You should ask for a second sweater for Christmas. Well, that's how I got this one. But a new Christmas is coming out. Christmas is an annual release, like Pokemon. Hmm. Well, I usually get some socks. There you go. Stitch enough socks together, you get yourself a sweater. Uh, Scavenger gives $5. Says, shout out to the ad, what's blue and pisses all over everything. To be this good takes ages. To be this good takes Sega. Yeah, I That's when, really good. I remember when that um, was a slogan. Truly, truly unhinged advertising. The 90s, truly unhinged advertising. Just a strange, strange time. Uh... Dylan Kuntz gives $9.99 and says, do you think Sonic as a franchise will ever die off? Or do you think it will always generate just enough revenue to survive? Well, as we've established, we're not entirely clear on how it's managed to survive so long. Yeah, uh, it just keeps or going. who is still invested in it enough to keep bankrolling it. It just always seems to be there whether or not we want it. Like broccoli at dinner. But I mean, yeah, you look at the, like, like we were saying, the, the Sonic uh, the Hedgehog movies, like they made, they each made like $400 million globally. They announced the Sonic the Hedgehog, the third one, like it's, it, they I got guess the it's, Idris Elba to be a voice in it. It's uh, one of those things where it's never going to go away because it is a universally understood brand, like Mickey Mouse. It's mm -hmm. like everyone, people who don't know gaming know the phrase Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and part of it is just there's so few things that have been around for three decades in gaming. Um, you know, so many, so few things outside of Nintendo, especially, mm. that have that have withstood that test of time um, without yes. ever like going away. Like it just never went away. Even like during its slow years, it was still they were releasing ports and compilations and racing games and weird spinoffs and mobile games and mm. yeah, never ending. Sonic mm. Eternal. Well, anyway, uh, Kiro Asex the Thirteenth gives five dollars. Says, in your opinions, are there any great Sonic games? I think the two D classic ones top out at okay. I tell you what, Sonic Two is pretty good, but I always felt it was a misstep 
in Sonic 3, where in order to find all the Chaos Emeralds, they make you explore the levels to find portals to the bonus rounds. Because as yeah. you said, exploration wasn't really the focus of Sonic level design. Mm -hmm. And Sonic keeps doing this really annoying thing where you're trying to explore the level and then you step on a bounce pad and the bounce pad leads you to like a, a boost pad and the boost pad takes you like 97 screens over to the right. And you're like, no, yeah. no, stop, stop, stop. I haven't finished exploring that bit. <laughs> the number of times that happened to me at Sonic Frontiers, I'd be like, I finally reached the island and then I step on something and I'm like, I'm no longer on Shit. the island. That took me a long time to reach. <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know if, I was, if I'd go as far to say I, I find any of the Sonic games uh, great. I find a lot of those 2D ones very enjoyable, um, but uh, to me, they just they, they were never able to hold a candle to what Nintendo was doing um, on the other side of the pond. I want to say it Not tops pond, out. Yeah, but... I'm going to say Sonic 2 is where it tops out. Yeah, I did like, I, I was impressed by, as you can see by my, my uh, aforementioned Sonic and Knuckles, um, uh, strange uh, uh, concoction I have. Uh, I was impressed by a lot of the stuff they did in Sonic 3 and Knuckles. I like the different powers. I like how the games looked and sounded. I like playing as Knuckles. I like those uh, 3D, uh, the, the, the bonus stages where you had to collect all the blue orbs mm. and not touch any of the red orbs. Big, big fan of orbs. Well, aren't we all? I always like, I, uh, I, I always love it when there's a nice uh, round, juicy pair of orbs in front of me. Nazi. There's, ch there's children watching it was wide open and i had to make <laughs> i had to shoot for the net sorry uh Cade brockhausen gives ten dollars and says the comics by archie in the saturday morning cartoon definitely helped with sonic's fan base being like that they hired some absolute weirdos to work on it <laughs> ken penders and ian flynn come to mind do you know the story with ken penders uh no that sounds like a fake name he honestly. was the dude who took over the sonic comic books for archie comics okay and uh it turned out he was like a Sonic super fan who'd got in good. And I think yeah. he ended up like uh, devoting the comic to his like personal uh, canon of OCs. Okay. And uh, when when they like took him off the project, he like sued to be granted like uh, ownership of the characters he'd made up and won. So now uh, there's a whole lot of like Knuckles relatives that uh sonic the comic can't use anymore because ken penders uh, sued for it uh that's uh that's pretty incredible i kind of love that um also bring back the knuckles relatives give me a whole game about knuckles relatives ken he was yeah ken was just weird about knuckles uh oh we've got a five dollar donation from toffee oh toffee who says, hey, Yards, this is off topic, but I've got an itchy behind my left ear. Do you mind getting that for me? Cheers. Toe. Well, I know you're not the real Toffee, you crafty scum. Because uh, Toffee has been literally next to me this entire time in a position that precludes buying Super Chats for the stream. I'd have noticed him tapping away at the keyboard. Also, would, would Toffee say cheers? Is, um, to is Toffee an American dog? No, he'd say, Arf! <laughs> that's what dogs say. That is, that's true. He'd say, Arf, when we're trying to put the sodding baby to sleep. Probably. <laughs> also, the uh, avatar you've chosen doesn't look much like Toffee. Toffee's got a, long, <laughs> Toffee's got a longer snout. He's a bit more deer-headed. Long, a long-snouted Toffee. 
Yeah. Did you know there's like a, there's like two kinds of chihuahua? There's the apple head chihuahua and there's the deer head chihuahua. And the apple oh. one is the one most people associate with chihuahuas because they have the like the really short noses. Yeah, them. yeah. But then there's the ones with like the the sort of the longer snouts, like a, yes. like a deer. Apparently, the applehead one is the only one acknowledged by the American Kennel Club. Snooty in breed, in breeding. Tear it all down. How how dare they? Well, anyway. Uh, Jumbly Wobbly gives $10. Says, I don't know why they went to J-pop for the music when it basically perfect in 2D. Do we believe MJ's team was actually involved? Mystic Cave's rendition, please take it away. Dow, da dow, 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 dow. <laughs> uh, I, I do. That, that early music, absolutely wonderful. Uh, also, I believe we missed two. Cade Brockhausen for, with $10. Did we? Did we? No, that was different, right? This one also has Ian Flynn, but it's different. Kate Brockhausen with a $10 dono. Thank you so much. Says, although saying that, I do think the new comics by IDW are generally good and fun, and Ian Flynn has worked on a lot of those, as well as Frontiers. Take that as you will. Oh, that was huh. an addendum to his previous one. Okay. Uh, I did not realize that uh, the, the, the comic writer also worked on Frontiers, which would make sense. Frontiers is a pretty, a, a real lore-heavy game, I'd say. A lot of lore in that game. Yeah, it's almost doing the Sonic Generations thing of going over all the previous games, but in a much more... <laughs> sort of introspective way yeah i had to I, I played it while streaming and there was a lot of times they mentioned a thing and i had yeah. to ask chat if that was a thing from a game i didn't play and most of the times it was and then also a uh, beast gamer been a member for two months thank you so much beast gamer using their early access comment to say i feel sonic unleash generations and colors were the best two months i think that's like a, a widely so it says uh, it says six months for me oh weird it says two months for me it I'm looking at it right now. It says Beast Gamer five nine eight seven member for six months. Um, strange. Also, the thing I'm looking at is every time a little peek behind the curtain when a chat comes in, I copy and paste it into my Google Doc, but I paste without formatting, and so I think it says member two months, and then underneath it says member for five months. And so oh, I think member two months God. might be the the alt text of the image. Would still weird because I never I don't have a member for six months. Beast Gamer. Anyways, Beast Gamer, congrats. Oh, anyway. Uh, yeah. Leave right, Bajango? Yeah, Bajango. Apparently the whole weirdness was all... Who gives $5, by the way? Apparently the whole weirdness was all Ken Pender's fault for the story in the comics. A certain spaz kid told me about it. Lol. Is that yeah, a person? That. Uh, Scavenger comes back with $10 and says, Bring back Awesome Possum, which doesn't really rhyme with my accent. Aero, Zool, Tide the Tasmanian Tiger, Titus Fox, Punky Skunk, Rocky Rodent, Dynamite Heady, Bonk, Mr. Nuts, Zero, the Kamikaze Squirrel, Radical Rex, Rystar, Socket the Duck. Yeah, you, that was all Kendrick knows times. a lot of mascots. That was most that's, of the times when games were focused for the Kittywinks. Yeah. They're also, they used literal mascots for games. They had the Cool Spot from 7-Up, they had Chester Cheeto, the Cheeto, oh, the Cheeto oh, Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, McDonald's yeah. had a couple of games. They did. Burger King obviously famously had had sneaking with the 360 launch. Yeah, that was a bit weird. That was very strange. Uh, there was a period in the 16-bit era when a lot of games had uh, like sponsorship from snack food makers. Mm -hmm. uh, Zool, for example, uh, had like Chupa Chups logos all over it. Weird. There was also and, Pepsi uh, game. James Pond 2, codename Robocod, was sponsored by Penguin Biscuits. And was absolutely littered with the fucking things. We should get Penguin Biscuits to sponsor our Pulsar Lost Colony stream, which will be starting in two and a half hours. 
Oh, was the different kind of biscuit. This was the British ah, sense shit. of biscuits. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Kate Brockhausen, member for five months uh, in early access, and says Sonic also does the thing-based economy, which is uh, referencing a recent video of mine. There you go. Check it out. Was that any uh, extra punctuation? Actually, I'm trying to remember. What did I say it participates in the thing-based economy? I think it was in zero punctuation. Oh. And it would have been Mario and Nintendo, I think. Yeah. It was in the Mario and Rabbids review, I remember now. Hmm. Uh, Dies Vault gives $5 and says, I don't like when reviewers say Sonic should get rid of its whole cast. The Sonic Boom TV show was good in season two. Games need more effort, not less. Well, it's just a matter of, you know, being able to focus on, like, a handful of characters with an interesting inter interplay dies vault it suffers and if, if you have a, too many and if you have a a really huge cast i think it's a lot harder to onboard newcomers to it it's like uh, i think people are finding that now with like the uh with the mcu mm. at this point they're like oh can i even watch this stuff like if i if i have to do decades of homework prior to it so i think a lot of times to tell a good story you gotta you gotta pare it down condense uh cody 450 gives two dollars and says why aren't these issues brought up in playtesting well, as we said, they probably don't have a huge QA department, Sonic Team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it is weird. You would think Sega does. Like, Sega is a massive company. Like, Sega releases good games. Sega releases the Yakuza games. Sega wonder, releases yeah. the, the Persona games. I wonder if Sega has a has a problem with bureaucracy. And it's just going, yeah, we can trust Sonic Team to make a game because they've made all these other games and they were good in the past and therefore we assume they will be good uh perpetually because that's how bureaucracy operates yeah. <laughs> hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I would. Just... I'd be interested if they just gave someone else a crack at Sonic. Well, they did. Maybe another Japanese they... studio. Maybe I guess. Yeah, Sonic Mania. And it was good. Yeah. Because what if uh, we did that again? Because all the people who spent the last 30 years going, why the hell didn't you just do X, Y, and Z, Sonic Team, actually went yeah. ahead and did X, Y, and Z. And yeah. uh, what do you know? Everyone liked it. Maybe Sonic Team should yeah. open their fucking ears once in a while. Ch uh, Chucky Unique. also with a good idea, says QA should just take place in Central Park because it's a proven technique. Oh, there so you go. I, I do like that. Chucky Unique, member for 27 months. That's a lot of months in early yes. access. Says Sonic, much like his career, stands on his feet. Well, that's a little bit redundantly phrased, Sonic. I mean, job. everything stands on its feet. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Is it possible to stand without feet? Sound off in the comments below. Well, you could stand in the sense that a tripod can stand without feet. Aren't those technically its feet? Or those legs? Uh, no, tripods don't have feet. They just have legs. Anyway. They have like, uh, okay. 
It's probably best to move on. Moving on. Kiro0613 gives 20 bucks and says, Yahtzee, a few years ago there was an issue with the ZP upload and I went to the post-ZP stream to let you know, but you already knew and seemed annoyed at the reminder and I want to say sorry because the guilt keeps me up at night. Well, I wouldn't worry, Kiro0613. I absolutely forgot about that and I'm probably going to entirely forget about you the moment I stop talking. What if as soon as you end the stream, you turn to your wall and there's a list of names and Kiro's on there and you cross it out because Kiro's apologized. Yeah. And then I just shake my fist for several minutes. Thank you, Kiro. I, we, I am glad you got this off your chest. Consider this to be a therapy stream for all of us. Zaratha gives five R dollars and says, speaking of the new Sonic show, for those who watched, wouldn't that premise be better for a game than a show? Is there a new Sonic show? There's one coming to Netflix. I don't think it's out yet. Isn't it called Sonic Prime? Sonic uh, spin-off media is another thing that's just been sort of like sputtering around, trying everything, trying to see yeah, what works. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Sonic Prime is a series that comes out in uh, December uh, uh, something. December 15th Sonic on Prime? What Prime. Is he, what is he, a Metroid now? Yeah, he's a hey. They both crawl. They both curl into balls. Maybe what, Samus is a hedgehog. Who knows? What is he? A side of beef now? Delicious. Do you got any more prime facts? What is he? Uh, a, a number? <laughs> a number not divisible by anything other than one in itself? Yeah, that's about as far as you can go with that. Riff. Yeah. <clears throat> John Connor gives five Canadian dollars. Says I think. Just says. Do you think there's any 3D game that has done Sonic like gameplay better than Sonic? Well, yes, yeah. neon white for a start. I think, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and yeah, I always bring up the Pathless. I think the Pathless did speed and momentum in a 3D uh, area in a very interesting way that I think Sonic could crib from. I mean, if, if by Sonic-like gameplay you mean got to go fast, then yeah, neon white. Mm -hmm. people, people seem to like that um, Freedom Planet game. Yeah. Although I hated the story because it read like self-insert Sonic the Hedgehog fan fiction. Oh, I don't even think I remember Freedom Planet. There was a sequel came out fairly recently, I think. Hmm. I remember Freedom Wars for the Vita. Do you remember Freedom Wars? It was a Vita game. No. Hashtag Vita. Oh man, there's a million Super Chats still to go. That's because they're so excited to talk about Sonic, and I think you guys are doing great. Keep it up. <clears throat> we were at John Connor, weren't we? I believe we're at John Connor, correct. Okay. Uh, Spodraza gives $5 and says, Since the Sonic franchise has such a dedicated fan base that keeps buying games, does the Sonic team have any incentive to improve? No. I guess not. <laughs> That's the same thing with Pokemon. No, they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Pokemon's been feeling very half-arsed lately. Yeah. Um White Veed, member for 17 months in early access, says, seen the new H-Bomber vid? Learn that MJ fact there. I have not seen oh. the new H-Bomber vid. I guess I'm waiting for another boring game to come out that I can watch video essays in the background of. Apparently, it's really good. It starts off about Roblox and then ends up being about something else. Okay. What have I got this week? Oh, I've got to start on Evil West today, I think. I still have no idea what Evil West is. Is it like uh, Cowboys and Zombies? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And uh, from what I've read, it's a third-person action adventure, so yeah, we don't know shit about it. Okay, that's everything. That's everything. Uh, Pablo Pseudonym gives $2 and says, Come on, chat, we need to help Yarts live and learn. I'm done learning. I'm nearly 40. I would, think, I would hope I've learned enough. 
I'll learn now I just get dead. now I just get to become conservative and complain about things the rest of my life. The Keeper of Chaos gives two dollars and says Mobius is less stupid than Strangerial from Ace Combat. Is oh, that where Ace Combat I... takes place? Strangerial? Oh, I see. It's like strange and real at the same time. Oh, and also punning on ethereal, perhaps. This is what a great. I, my favorite portmanteaus are the ones where you have no idea what's going on by the end of it. Yeah, or maybe it's a portmanteau of strange and cereal. Like uh, someone put, you know, cactus in their cornflakes. Oh no! Anyway, yeah, easy way to kill someone. I don't know why my head went there. Camja Ninja gives ten dollars and says, "Smartest thing Nintendo did was to not give Mario dialogue. Kept him universal. They gave Sonic dialogue, and that led to the massive tumor of Sonic law, which can't be excised without killing the host. Another example I'd offer: giving Samus Aran dialogue in, uh, well, firstly in Metroid Fusion, but then it went a yeah. lot, well, then went much worse in other M. But Mario's got dialogue. He says, "It's Wah a me, Mario." Wahoo! And he's going to be saying uh, a lot in uh, so the Super Mario Brothers film coming this theater to in March. See you at the movies, everybody. Oh, man. Imagine if giving him a voice is going to be the death knell for the Mario franchise, finally. Thanks a lot, Chris Pratt. Fucking Chris Pratt ruined everything. He ruined Jurassic World, and he's now he's coming for the rest of the uh, popular no, culture. No, don't talk about Jurassic World. You're going to summon Nick, and he's going to talk about Jurassic World Dominion and get really angry. Shit. Uh, Wesley Thomas gives five Canadian dollars and says, you'd think the fan base would grow some pattern recognition by now. Wouldn't you just, Wesley Thomas? Uh, Hunter Roach gives ten dollars and says, I think a lot of the love around Sonic comes from the media outside of the games. I think there are a lot of people who grew up with the Sonic cartoons making the character more popular than the games. Yeah, I remember there was a bunch of Sonic cartoons. I remember they all had wildly different tones as well. Yeah, I think that's where his love of chili dogs came from. Uh, Jaleel White, who, who was Steve Urkel, voiced them for a while. Yeah. Like there was one that was just like the stupid sort of Looney Tunes thing. And there was another thing that came out that went out basically at the same time. It was this weird sort of Transformers, post-apocalyptic, gritty uh, fights, rebels fighting against the evil Robotnik regime thing. We probably don't need that. And there was another one where he was in a band. It was all over the place. I miss Sonic when he had a pot belly. Remember like uh, early years of Sonic, he kind of had a little paunch. He's always had a pot but he's always had like a spherical torso no not anymore he's all he's all he's a hard body in sonic frontiers i went into photo mode and let me tell you whoo doggy hard body yeah hard body he's a hard isn't, body isn't that the thing pa patrick bateman used to call women yeah american psycho <laughs> i believe so yeah you've ever read american psycho i have read american psycho because i really got into the movie in college and then i read the book and i'm like oh yeah this, the this movie kind of terrifying. the movie will not prepare you for the book yeah the movie is like a very fun light relatively light satire and then in the movie it's like where is he putting that hamster oh no well, patrick don't do that well, yeah it, it's it's horrible yeah uh dies vault gives two dollars and says sonic 06 playthrough as donation goal it could even be like a, a patreon goal for me to review in zero <sighs> punctuation at some point that should be because you never got to review that right because you weren't doing this in 06 no no i started in 07 i started in 07 yeah Maybe that should be the game you review next summer. Oh, for Christ's sake. Everyone, save it. When when we get next summer, you're going to have a <laughs> chance to vote on what Yahtzee reviews. Don't make it a new game. Don't make it fucking Danganronpa. I don't care what he thinks about Danganronpa. Make it Sonic 06. You heard it here first. Tsunami Doucher gives $10 and says, I know it was said already, but I sadly think the Sonic team is the real issue with the franchise. They should have to step aside. More dev teams take wax at the mainline games. Yeah, that's what we said. Bloody blah. -de -blah. 
Yeah. Uh, Weed Blaster, thanks for the money, by the way. Weed Blaster gives seven ninety nine a dollars and says, "What are some studios that aren't Sonic Team you'd like to see make a Sonic game two D or three D? For me, it'd be Insomniac. I really like Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, that'd be a good pick. Insomniac. Yeah, they. I mean, they they know momentum. They, they know mascot games. They sure do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Insomniac could be great in terms of, uh, I mean, definitely, again, some people in the chat were saying Neon White doesn't feel like Sonic. And I think you guys are wrong. If Sonic's all about going fast and feeling cool, yeah. that's what Neon White is. I'd go uh, maybe Sucker Punch as well. Sucker Punch could be good. Yeah. Pretty much anyone who's made a good 3D colorful platformer could yeah. do it. There you go. I mean, I wouldn't even, give how, it about to we just, how about we just give it to anyone other than Sonic Team at this point? It's yeah. got to, there's got to be, the only way is up. Mm -hmm. gives two dollars says did either of you play the sonic rpg it was okay well you did it was, apparently it was, it was weird it was strange i don't know how it happened but um yeah i i remember playing it very strange the climate change barbarian gives 6.99 Canadian dollars and says leaving sonic for a moment what is it that makes dark souls 2 the red-headed stepchild of the series i thought three was the weird one ah it'd be too long to go into now i think uh, i think h bomber guy has a video on the subject since everyone loves that guy, apparently. Moving on. Tsunami Douche gives $10 and says, Also, I have an odd stance on Sonic series. I like some games. I love the music and world and most of the characters. But I hate Sonic. I often stand his presence to enjoy the atmosphere and music. Interesting. Well, i got to say, I do find the dialogue incredibly annoying in most modern Sonic games, even the ones people seem to like. Because he sounds like such a smug cunt. I mean, when you're that fast, you can be smug. I think That's why he needs to be humbled by his pot belly. I think it was the British comics, like not the Archie comics, but the, the ones that were made by a British company for sale in Britain. Uh, so they sort of leaned into that. They made him like a, they deliberately made him a cunt to sort of satirize him a little bit. Okay. I think that was probably the better approach. It was sort of like the way you sort of Duke Nukem overplays his, like, you know, misogyny and massive egotism as a joke. Like he's got the little ego meter instead of health okay it's like that. I like that you know you sort of like lean that. into it it make it you make it part of the joke i like that um abdurism member for 26 months in bonus content who apparently chose a name by randomly smashing his keyboard what uh, is sonic if not nikon for weird man children <laughs> have we I... haven't even we haven't brought up christian weston chandler at any point have we I don't know what that is. Christian well, Weston Chandler. He was like the original lol cow. If you like, you know, video essays on lol cows, uh, look him up. I don't, I don't think I'm going to do that. So it was the first case of a really overattached uh, Sonic fan, probably with developmental disabilities, that the internet latched onto as a bullying target for many years. Everyone seems to know exactly who this person is, and I have no idea what it is. <clears throat> don't worry, we're not going to talk about this because I don't know anything about this. You never heard I'm of, not going to ask questions. You never heard of Sonichu? Never heard of Sonichu. Is that like you? Pikachu? You clearly haven't been on the internet long enough. Been on the internet. I've just been in different parts of the internet. Well, I, don't, I don't go. I, I just go drink at the bar on the internet. I was, <laughs> I was, I was like writing it right from the beginning, baby. Okay, Something no, awful this, forums account no, represent. No, not, not here. Uh, Rick Vicious is very worried that we're going into it. We're not going to get into it. But the more you say don't get into it, the more it makes me want to get into it. But we're not going to get into it. Well, look for a video essay. Look, watch uh, Down the Rabbit Holes video on the subject. 
He's always good for a laugh. Rick Vicious gives $5 and says, Yats, are you willing to admit you're biased about Sonic games? Yes, they're almost always bad, but you come in thinking it will be. Rick, Everyone's biased let me about everything. tell you, I would say this about every property in games. If it produces a genuinely good game that I enjoy, I would love that. That is what I want yeah. for everything in gaming. I want, when I sit down to play a game, I want it to be good. I, I want to be able to cheer it on. And I'm consistently disappointed. And if I go into it like doing a sort of comedy act, like I usually do with Sonic, it's not actually reflected on my genuine feelings, which would be that if they did make a genuinely good game, I would shout it to the heavens. I would be all over that shit. So there. Thumbs up. The Climate Change Barbarian gives $6.99 Canadian dollars. Says, my dream game for ZP Review was a Konami stroke Saga team up. Do you mean Sega? I assume you mean Sega. 3D Sonic speeding through the fog of Silent Hill. Oh, I figured that would make Yahtzee explode. Someone said earlier that Bloober team should make a new Sonic game. How <laughs> would you feel about that? Yeah, anyone <laughs> except them. Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh god, there's still more. Oh, we have an early access comment from Cronked. Yes, Been a member for one month, or maybe two months, I don't know. Remake both. of Sonic Underground when, he says. Sonic Underground, Sonic yes, that was... Underground. That was the cartoon show where he was in a band. Oh. I, re I remember now. Sure enough, yeah. Uh, Phil Mayanus gives 50 CZKs, possibly something to do with the Czech Republic, would be my guess. The year is 2030. Your daughter comes to you and asks, Daddy, what's a minge gurgle? I heard you saying it on the internet. What is your response? Uh, well, I suppose I would explain that uh, a minge gurgle is uh, uh, a special word for a thing mummies and daddies do. To be honest, I don't even know what a minge gurgle is. Should I Google it? Well, you could. Well, it's a, one of my made-up swears, but uh, if you know what a minge is, you can sort of. It's on Urban Dictionary. Well done. If you know what a minge is, you can sort of extrapolate how yeah. one gurgles it. Yeah, I gotcha. What does right, Urban, Urban Dictionary define minge gurgle as? Because I deliberately didn't define it. Uh, I'm probably not going to say it out loud. Although this, this this goes back to 2013. Are we sure this was you, or have there several? Have uh, several yeah, it was probably me. Okay, me. I feel like I don't want to say it out loud. It's got okay, the word queef in it. Okay, let's not. Let's move on. I mean, that was the bad word. I said the bad word. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Filled my ass up. Remember for 24 months in tip jar. We've got all the fills today. And yes, then Van, member for 12 months in early access, says, just finished my dream job interview. Wish me luck. Well, that sounds like uh, it's a bit late to wish you luck, Van. I'm wishing now you we... post luck. I'm sure you did great, Van. You yeah. did amazing. You are someone who knows to spend your money in smart places like the Escapist. So thank you so much, Van. I hope you get your job. There with you the go. CIA. You probably did all right, unless yeah. you used the word stick to itiveness. <clears throat> Kate Brockhausen gives five dollars. Says I literally went shopping during the stream and saw a standalone Rouge figurine, and thinking about the person who'd buy that just made me depressed. You know, you know Rouge, right? It's the character yeah, that introduced the yeah the character who had. Uh, very large and emphasized mm -hmm. breasts. Yeah, she was Knuckles' foil in Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah. I fought her. They were never and I really, played as her. Yeah, they were never really clear on what to do with her. 
except show off her tits, apparently. Yeah, she was hypersexualized. It was very strange. It was real horned up. Well, they were really leaning into that demographic of people who grew up with Sonic and were now in a state of sexual development and wanted to make porn out of their Sonic OCs. Mm -hmm. sort of, you might be well advised not to lean into those people, but nevertheless, they did. <laughs> they persisted. Uh, Toffee comes back with $5. It's funny, I've been holding his paws this whole time. And says, all right, that's enough Super Chats, everyone. It's time for my walk. I'm going to go fast, just like Sonic. Arf! Not while I'm <laughs> holding the leash, you won't. Uh, if anything, you do the exact opposite of go fast. You spend like 30 is, seconds just sniffing around a pile of leaves. I was about to say, is, is Toffee a slow walker? Just like a, an ambler? Yeah, he likes to take his time. Oh, With other dogs wee-wee. Uh, Jackson Jewel. Member for six months in early access says, Happy early Thanksgiving. I love the videos. Thank you and so then, much, Jackson. And then Lampy uh, gives five pounds and says, To finish out the stream, Marty will now sing the song from the final Titan fight in Frontiers. I don't remember what the song was. It was very nice, though, and I loved it. I liked going Super Saiyan, and I fought the thing. Yassi, did you know if you play the final boss on hard, there's more things to that final boss? Lampy huh. taught me that. Well... I didn't think anything could make the game worse, but uh, I may be wrong. Did you want more Ikaruga-esque bullet hell shooter segments? That is exactly what luck. I did, do not want. Because you're in luck. Uh, Jackson Jewel, Gus 499, says, What are your guys' least favorite main characters and favorite main characters? Oh, fuck, I want to get out of here, Jackson Jewel. Oh, that's a great question. I don't know. That's like a hard thing. I, I, I need to think about it. Who do I like? I like Raz from Psychonauts. Okay. I like. I think he's nice. I like James Sunderland. I like James Sunderland too. I also like Manny from Grim Fandango. I I, I wish I had James Sunderland's hair. Mm. Zach, you ever look in the mirror and touch yourself in the face like he does. No, because I don't think anyone has ever looked in the mirror and touched themselves in the face the way he does. Yeah, in moment. it makes. Yeah, it's weird. Kind of looks like <laughs> he's trying horrible. to cast a magic spell on his own face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Zach gives $2 and says, Thoughts on the Blue Arm Sonic controversy? Well, let's not go into that, but it's related to the story of Christian Weston Chandler, if you're interested. Oh, is that the thing I didn't know from before? I thought it was just like Sonic doesn't have blue arms or something. Because he does have blue yeah, arms. I yeah, He's got blue arms. Like, one of the many things that dude did was stage a protest against Sonic having blue arms, and I think he got arrested for it. Uh, Carl uh. Ten. Gives five Canadian dollars and says, How about a Sonic Souls-like? You're a chosen undead hedgehog, tasked with ending the age of furries, or keeping it alive for future furries to discover. Well, what that's... What was that developer who was handling Sonic? Well, that's uh, basically the Sonic franchise in a nutshell, isn't it? In a constant state mm -hmm. of living death, uh, constantly <laughs> fighting against things much larger than itself and somehow continuing to survive. Yeah, what is what is Sonic the Hedgehog if not tarnished? Final duel over the fire would be against Mario, I assume. Uh, yeah, in order to kindle the, the first flame. Yeah, in order to kindle the first flame. Yeah. Mario, the tired, broken shell of his former self. <laughs> Mario, the forgotten plumber king. Yeah. Yeah, Mario, Lord of Cinder. Yeah, that's what they call him. Just trying to remember... <laughs> Because every because you know how every boss in Dark Souls has a suffix. Yeah, I was trying to remember yeah. what Gwyn's was, and it was Lord of Cinder. I just remember. Yeah. 
Anyway, hey, there's a super chat someone should have asked. What would be your Dark Souls suffix? Ooh, I would be Yahtzee Crowshaw, Destroyer of Minge. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, anyway, that's the end of the super chat. So let's wrap things up before more inevitably arrive. I was Yahtzee Crowshaw. I was joined by Marty's Lever. Thanks for listening to something else. Destroyer of Minge. Marty's just a little nonplussed by my uh, strategic minge application there. It was just so late in the stream. I didn't expect it right at the end. Uh, remember, if you like looking at our dumb faces, you should stick around for later today because we're doing our... Is it our fourth? Fourth. Our yeah. fourth live stream of Pulsar Lost Colony with Jack. Mm -hmm. He promised he was going to look up what the fuck you're supposed to do in that game for this episode, so we'll see how we go. So that'll be in about two hours from now. Yes, so look forward to that. Mm -hmm. uh, more adventures of the good ship HMS Jumbly Wobbly. Uh, what else we got? Uh, later tonight we'll have Hidden Gems, and they have a game that I'd never heard of. I don't, is... I don't know what the game is called. Let me, uh, Art, Art came in. Let me see. It's called uh, Eternal Cylinder. It's got a bunch of... Uh, oh, i played Cylinder. that. A bunch of little creatures that look like little spore Sport it's, a, creatures. it's a very weird game and very unique. I'd be interested to see what people okay. think. Well, great. That'll be an hour after, or half an hour after we get done with Pulsar. Uh, and then we have a, a truncated week this week because of the holiday. We won't be streaming on Thursday and Friday. Uh, but Ooh. tomorrow we'll be back with uh, the recap and uh, what else do we do on Tuesday? Uh, Other streams. Oh, Editor's Hour with know. Nick. You don't, yeah, you don't have to yeah, stream on Tuesday. Tuesday's then, my uh, day that I don't do things. Yeah, and then Wednesday will be uh, obviously the uh, ZP and post-ZP for Sonic Frontiers as uh, well as Breakout and uh, get Jesse to the Greek. So uh, okay. there you go. And also for members, you can check out uh, um, the new episode of Adventures Night, episode 11. Oh, the main crew back. yes. We're, um, back, we're back to the story of the main crew. Yeah. And look out for that on Saturday. If you're not a member, that will be mm -hmm. going out live on YouTube. And I've got a new extra punctuation coming for members on Thursday, as per usual. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy this extra punctuation. Oh, and I just uh, just uh, want to quote one final message from Toffee in the chat saying, my Dark Souls suffix is Burrower of Robe. Oh, that's nice. That would be a pretty good boss of like a, a guy with a robe, but he's got a little dog that pops out every once in a while. Yeah, feels like yeah. Uh, from Software could do a lot with that. Yeah, there you go. Wasn't that like the second stage of the fight against the king, like near the start of that game? Where he's just got like a big dragon head on one arm. It'd be like that. Oh, yeah. It's like Toffee <laughs> sticking his hand out my sleeve. <laughs> That's what happens when you pull the sword out. Yeah. Right. Well, let's, uh, let's uh, not waste anyone else's time. Never. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thanks for See hanging you out. Late. See, you later. See you later. See you later. Go fast. Bye. Go fast. Bye.